Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Pasha's Vo'era. What a rich Parsha. Pasha's Vo'era contains the first seven of the ten makos that Hashem brought upon the Egyptians. The first thing we have to know, as the Torah tells us, there are three different psukim in this week's Parsha that have the phrase Leman Teida, in order that they shall know, meaning that the plagues that Hashem brought upon the Egyptians were at the same time punitive in nature, punishing Mitzrayim for their excessive shibud, servitude, and atrocities committed against B'nai Yisrael, and at the same time, educational for the Jewish people. So you have, Lamanteda, Kani Hashem, that they should know that I am God literally in the midst of the land, not just up above someplace, even if you say he's the creator and now he's on a hammock. No, 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 no. Secondly, Lamanteda, that you shall know, there's none like me throughout the land. And finally, that the earth belongs to Hashem. Now, in order to perhaps get to that stage, I think that I'd like to just study with you this morning a little bit of the first two psukim of Parshas Vaera. But in order to appreciate the severity of the first two psukim, we need to remind ourselves where we left off last week. Last week, at the end of Parsha Shmos, Moshe pronounces those, well, if the Torah wouldn't treat it as such, I couldn't say it, but Moshe pronounces those terrible words. Back in chapter 5, verse 22, at the Maftir of Parsha Shmos, what we told, Vayoshev Moshe Hashem Vayomar, that Moshe returns to Hashem and says, Hashem, Lama Hareosa Laom Hazeh. Right? Why have you done Ra? Why have you done bad? Why have you done evil to this people? Lama Zeshalach Tani. And we know that Moshe is severely punished for this. The last Pasuk in last week's parasha, Bayom Hashem Moshe, Literally, now you shall see. What does that mean? Now you shall see. the And I read from Rashi. Now you shall see. You'll see whatever happens to Paro and the Egyptians. But you will not see. That which will happen to the seven nations, meaning when you come into Eretz Yisrael, and this is based on the Gemara and Sanhedrin, Kufir Aleph. Wow, Moshe is punished for his speaking bad on behalf of basically of to Hashem. Now, in other words, you can ask what a great leader Moshe is. He is so pained by what's happening to the people that things have only gotten worse. That 
is not a problem. If Moshe would say, ay, 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 my people, your people are hurting. But when you use the words, osa, as if something B-A-D can come from Hashem. Because basically, as hard as it is, we know and we're being taught, kol ma to ovedrach letav. Whatever Hashem is doing is for good. And the truth of the matter is, by increasing the suffering of B'nai Yisrael, this was at the same time hurrying up and speeding up the time of the ultimate redemption. So what looked to Moshe as being B.A.D. in reality was good. We continue therefore with the beginning of this week's parasha. Vaidaber Elokim. Elokim, Rashi tells us, is Lashon Koshe. What does that mean? Hashem speaks harshly to Moshe. Right? Meaning that it was unacceptable what you said. And Vayomre love. And he says to him, Ani Hashem, I am the same. One of Elohim, what appears to be harsh, Ani Hashem. There's really Rachamim. There's really goodness within me. And therefore, what appears to be bad is really good. And now, Vo'era. And I appeared, El Avram El Yisaf Yaakov, I appeared to the Ovos, Bekel Shakai. In the name of Kael Shakai, which we'll talk about in a minute. But Shmi Hashem, my name of Hashem, Lo Nodati Lahem. I did not make known to them. What's going on here? So I'd like to suggest the following. As I mentioned, the Bahag calls the book of Shmos Sefer Shani. We have a continuation of creation. What does that mean? In the first book, we had creation of the world and creation of the Jewish family, and now we have creation of the Jewish nation. Now watch. Just as at the very beginning of the Torah, Bereshiz Barah Elohim, and what is Elohim there? Teva. What is that? Midas Hadin. Hashem created the world that it should work with exactitude. But Rashi says, Ra'a, he saw, She'ein olam miskayim, that the world could not exist only with Elohim, that people have to be a little bit giving, flexible, tolerant of others. Therefore, at the beginning of chapter 2, Biyom Baro Hashem Elohim. Hashem puts the two names together, and not only that, Hashem is before Elohim. So we see that the very beginning of creation, we need to know literally a glimpse of who the Creator is and what is being created, and basically what's being created there is Teva. And what does that mean? That Hashem created a natural world, a world which functions on 24 hours, quote, seven days a week, v'chulu, v'chulu. However, to the Avos, Hashem showed Himself as Kael Shakai. Kael, the God, the powerful one, Sha, that Dai. Now, Shadai means that He put limits to the world, from the word dai dayenu must pick enough as when the waters come in to the shore 
and the waters stop there. Thousands of miles of ocean stops because Hashem said, die. But the Ramban, at the very beginning of the parsha, embraces that which the Eben Ezra says, what does it mean, Kel Shadai, from the word Shodate, which means to subdue, or more specifically, to override the heavenly constellation. What does that mean? It means that we find clearly, as a in the Gemara um, Nido, the Gemara in the Nido tells us on that Tes Zion Amid Beis that we're told the name of the Malach, who is Mamuna al Hoheroyon, who is literally the Malach over pregnancy, and his name is Laila. He takes a teapot, he takes a drop of semen, umamida lefnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he brings it before God. Ve'omer lefanav, ribono shalolam, tipozu, matehe oleho. What is going to be, what kind of a person do you see coming out of this pregnancy? Gibor Ocholash, strong or weak? Chacham Otipesh, is he going to be wise or foolish? Oshirawani, rich or poor? Ve'ilu Rasha Otsadik, however, whether he's going to be good or bad, lo kamar, right? As Rabbi Hanina taught, it's all in the hands of heaven, however, the name Kel Shaddai means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has the ability to be showdate, literally to override. And therefore, what do we find at the Bris Benas Papsorim? We find there, Vayotzei Oso HaChutza, Avram Avinu, not complains, but basically is crying out, Hashem, I have no children, and I look up to the sky, and I see that astrology says that Avram is not going to have a child. Hashem says, you're right, Avram is not going to have a child. I'm going to change your name to Avraham. This is Kael Shaddai, Shodei, to override. Yes, there is nature in this world, and there is a natural order, but Hashem says, I can overrule it, and I will overrule it, okay? And therefore, the whole concept of that, listen carefully, my friends, that if somebody keeps Torah and mitzvos, as a result of that, they are going to be rewarded, and God says to the Jewish people that if you listen to me and you observe my mitzvos, I'm going to give you rain, and if you don't, there'll be a lack of rain. This is not the natural order. The natural order is it rains, it doesn't rain. We have no idea and no control. But Kel Shaddai tells us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu overrides the normal natural uh, yielding or the normal natural functioning of nature. And he does so Listen carefully, and this were the miracles that were done in Sefer Bereshis for the individuals. And that is the name Kel Shakai, explains the Ramban. Now comes the name of Shmi Hashem, which I have not 
demonstrated to them. But basically, what is that? This is the name Asher Bo. Listen carefully. With this name, Nyeh Kol all that which is happening, Livro Lahem Chadwashos, to create new phenomena which did not exist in the world. And so, for example, you have in this week's parasha the Maka of Orov. And what was the Maka of Orov? It was that it was a mixture, which is what the word Orov means, of wild animals that HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought. But you have to understand what this is. If we just pause to try to reflect upon this, this is a gathering of wild animals from literally all over the world. And what's happening is, take a listen to this Pasuk. This is in chapter 8, Pasuk 17. Ki im eincho ami. If you don't send my people, Hashem says, I will send against you and your servants and your people. The swarm of wild beasts. Not only will the wild animals come, but even the ground. Now listen carefully. The polar bear came to Egypt. Rumor has it that a polar bear needs his environment. A cold environment is what he needs. And there are, at the same time, animals that are only at in the very heat of a jungle. And guess what? HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought not only these animals, but the respective environments to maintain and sustain them. All this came about through V'Shem Hashem. Hashem is now going to create for the Jewish people in Egypt wonders which the world never saw. And I can only tell you, the Navi Micha promises us, Ki Eretz Mitzrayim, just as in the days when you left Egypt, Er you will see in the future, says the Navi Micha in chapter 7, verse 15, I will show you Niflaos. And what is a Pele, says the Meshachachma? A Pele is something we cannot imagine, we haven't seen. So, for example, do you know what a Pele was when they first came out with the telegraph? The telegraph enabled one not to speak, but to send the message from one part of the world to the other part of the world in seconds. Wow! This was such a revolution. When the telephone came, don't tell me that they're up to Apple number 16, whatever number they're up to. Not important. It's all the same concept. So now I can not only send the message, I could speak, I could see the person, I can send this, I can send that, I can send many different Torah, but it's not, not as revolutionary as the telegram was because the concept is improving upon what I have. Pella is something that we can't even imagine. So as we are 
in rather challenging times at this very moment, when you read Parshas Vo'era, you shouldn't say to yourself and yawn, oh my goodness, this, the ten plagues, seven out of ten this week's parasha, I know it already, oh no, you don't. You don't realize that the first two psukim speak to each and every one of us and give us such incredible chizuk and remind us that the best is yet to come. And as HaKadosh Baruch Hu showed himself and taught about him to the entire world, then, that's what's coming very soon for all of us. Shabbat Shalom to all.